You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Visit PencilandPaperProductions.Podbean.com to find more great podcasts. Welcome to the Palace of Megapixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as is always, is my co-host, Lacey Finley. Oh, happy Monday. You can tell the stress of the world was <laughs> in your introduction right there. Yeah, we had tech issues. Just trying to get yeah. started for crying out loud. Yeah, it took us... It was playing oh, for, what, 30 minutes? 30 minutes. So. Yeah. 30 minutes. It, it required a restart... Then a shutdown and so much stupid. And it's not even me this time. No, it's not you. Who would have thought? Somehow I wouldn't be the on the receiving end of the tech problems. It's kind of my MO, man. Yeah, no kidding. Trying so, to step in on, on my turf. I'm trying not to. I'd rather not. <laughs> I want, That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I want you yeah. To, to keep that title. But, no, I, I need to keep it. It's kind of my only bragging that I yeah. didn't keep for myself so hopefully throughout the entire show there will be no more issues you will not experience any issues because as you know right now we're recording but when you hear this we're not recording so i don't know what this is going to sound like until after the fact yeah that part of it's a mystery still Mm -hmm. (laughs) we discover that later we discover that later so like 20 minutes after we're done yeah so I went back to work this week. Oh, yeah. And uh, I guess that was all right. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't like a terrible. Like I didn't feel bad about it. I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, stupid work. Gotta be here. There's nothing like that. So I mean, everything was just trying to get back into the groove of things, which I usually. I, I mean, it's been a month and I didn't have any problems. I knew my job. Yeah. The only problems right. I had was trying to remember the passwords to get into the <laughs> computer that I was using. Because I, I never write them down. Because they say, don't write them down. You know, don't let people get into your PC. And I try to keep them up here. Yeah, but I, when you keep telling me I need 9 to 12 letters with one uppercase, one lowercase, one number, one special symbol. Like, I don't know. How am I to remember all of that? Yeah. I mean, I used to have a a bevy, like like one password that was my go-to, and then mm-hmm. I started getting these alerts. It's like, hey, Google's been hacked. And I was like, now, wait a minute. You guys are supposed to be secure. So I just decided, you know what? I guess I'm going to have a different password for everything. I allow mm-hmm. Google to choose it because they come out with this algorithm stream right. of letters, numbers, and symbols. And then I put them aside somewhere in a place that I hope is secure. There you go. On a list. So if I need to remember one, I just pull up my list. Random Google password. There we go. Yeah. That's actually not a a bad idea. (laughs) That's the only thing I can think to do anymore. Because you can't trust anybody. 
You really can't. Yeah. So, uh, what have you been playing? This week, let's see. I finished Sometimes Always Monsters, mm-hmm. which I know I talked about the, uh, the the first one and a little bit of that one last week. So I've done one full playthrough of that. Very, very good. Very well done. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, so there isn't really a whole lot to say there. I know like you don't want to get too spoilery, although this is the type of game where like it can kind of go in so many different directions. It doesn't mean I necessarily spoil whatever playthrough that you might have going on. Sure. Um uh, but I mean, I definitely, if you're into story rich games, if you like the little pixel art and you like branching narratives and all this kind of stuff, I highly recommend it. And especially right now, first one's two bucks. They have it on sale right now. The stumble, And I think even the new one is on a sale right now. You could probably pick them both up for like 17 bucks or something right now. And you've got yourself hours and hours and hours of entertainment. Uh, no. But I really enjoyed it. We had a very interesting ending to our playthrough for the stream playthrough. <laughs> uh, probably not the good ending, but. Uh, I'm not used to getting the good ending on my first playthrough on games like this. No matter how hard I try, yeah, I always seem to make that one decision that pisses off like everyone or something and deviates the whole plan from what I was trying to do. Uh, but I did actually go back and do one more playthrough of the first one because, you know, when you've played through it once or twice, you get an idea of like, I bet you I know where it would branch again mm-hmm. if I did this this time and maybe this adds up. And it definitely went a lot different. It definitely went a lot different. I skipped through as much as I could just to make it go faster to get to the parts that I would. Uh, so much so that it actually changed the character who I was playing at the end. And when I transported that save file into the next one, I was still that character. So I'm curious where the original character is then now in this world that I've created. Mm-hmm. And if she'll pop back up in some way. Because now that I've finished the second one, I'm like, I something here and i'm not sure what it is but uh, i kind of want to go through that one now and see as well i mean i got out the time apparently this is my life now i don't work i don't do anything i'm just stuck in a house sure so um and then today i finally tried guilt on stadia Mm -hmm. so it was my first time trying stadia first time playing guilt basically the only game that came with the free pro sub that you could get for two months that i was actually interested in playing everything else is just like a regular storefront not trying to buy nothing off of there. Mm-hmm. And for me, it ran really well. Okay. It ran really well. But again, keep in mind, I have fiber internet, guys. I have a gig up and down. So, like, I know that makes all of the difference. But I was also streaming at the same time. So I was kind of wondering if there was going to be any hiccups with me having to be uploading, downloading everything at the same time and doing a web uh, thing. But it, it, it worked gorgeous. I didn't feel like there. I didn't have any screen tearing there wasn't any hiccups or like long loads or anything like that. So for me, it seemed to work great. So if you have really good internet, this could be a really great alternative for you if you can't afford a console or anything. Um, it's just now getting a library that makes sense. Yeah. And, um, but you would still pay the same price for these games you would any other storefront. As I was looking through it again today, like uh, Borderlands 3, still full price. Doom, I think, was still 40 bucks. So my, that's that's been our question, right? Like, if something happens to Google Stadia, which might, um, let's be real, where does the, my money go? Because there was never any tangible thing for me to download or anything. Like, that was the nice thing about Stadia. I opened it up, I hit the game, it was ready to go. Yeah. And <clears throat> I tested it the other day just to make sure it was going to start up. Today was the first time I played it. It left exactly off now i need to test it with um i have a phone and a tablet at home that's probably the only other two things that i can think of that i would own 
And now I want to just open it up on there and see if it just as seamlessly moves over, you know? And then now I can see, is the PC going to make all the difference? The internet, the tablet, what is it? So hopefully next week I will let you know what it's like on different things instead of just on my PC. But Mm -hmm. yes, work great. Work fine. So I can see if you have good internet, that would be a, a good solution. I just still would be apprehensive of buying a full price game through something that I'm never even getting a download for. So if it shits the bed, I can't have access to that game anymore. So I feel like I need to do some research. There has to be a game plan for that, right? Like even Steam has said in the off chance they would just leave it up as an offline mode thing and you could still get to your own library. So curious. But yeah, we're great. That's the only game I've tested it on though. And the game Mm. itself is, is... Way more creepy than I expected it to be. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I just, I wasn't expecting that at all. Cause you're just playing like this little girl who, um, you're in this weird, like supernatural kind of world. I don't, and I don't think she was anticipating it to be that way either. Cause in the opening scene, there's like a kerfuffle she's having with some other kids falls down on her bike, breaks the bike. And now, now we're playing and we're looking for a way to get back home since our bike is broken and we find a cable car. We go into town and everything is weird. You know, there's these monsters that are running around and it's real stealth based game. Mm-hmm. And then you have very limited things to protect yourself if you get spotted. Uh, basically, you just kind of want to run and hide and get out of line of sight again. So that's kind of how it's playing. Um, but so far, graphics are gorgeous. The story seems like it's going to be uh, pretty good. Doesn't feel like it's going to be a very long one because I think I've put in about three hours and I already feel like we're kind of in the middle. So um, I'll probably have that beat this week. I'm thinking it feels like it's going to be short. But okay. yeah. And... I think that's all I played this week. Okay. Yeah. Another round of Always Sometimes Monsters, Finish Sometimes Always Monsters, and then tried out Guilt and Stadia today. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Most of my games that I fill time with are just boring, piddly stuff that there's really no need to mention. I should probably actually do what I said I was going to do months ago and start downloading all the other games that I have and just trying them, even if it's for 15, 20 minutes, just sure. to see if it's a game that I would like. Nah, let's just keep playing the same shit I put 900 hours in. Totally yeah. makes sense, right? Why not? I only have 1,100 games. Let's just keep playing those old ones, you know? Sure. Why not? But what about you? Probably uh, not as much this week since you actually had to punch a time clock, but yeah. Um, all I've played is the Lego DC Super Villains game, oh, and yeah. uh, I'm I'm pretty much done right now. Like as soon as I finish, I can go out there and just do some uh, house cleaning for trophies, and that mm. will be like snap of the finger, be done probably less than thirty minutes because it's essentially do this, do that, do this, do this, buy this, buy that, boom, done. Because I've beaten mm-hmm. the game. I've played all the levels. I've collected everything within the levels. I just need to do the piddly stuff to get all the trophies. And I'm done. There you go. So uh, no. after that, I don't know. I have a choice. I have Ooh. several choices. <laughs> I was going to say, well, probably all of us have plenty to play. but Because uh, Todd has let me borrow uh, Innocence, A Plague's Tale. Yeah, you were telling me about that, so I mm-hmm. want to try that. And I've had it for several weeks now. I've just not gotten around to it because I've been working to it. Yeah, I was and gonna say it's about eight to ten hours. I think is what it took me. So if you can commit like a weekend, you could probably have a beat. Okay, assuming you're enjoying it, of course, and want to continue through the game. Right. 
I liked it. And then I had a another game outside of the other library of games that I already have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a game bestowed upon me for no other reason than, I guess, just to be nice. Because my son came over this week and he was just like, here. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, it's a game for you. And I'm like, for what? Because, I mean, that's my general yeah. reaction for what? It's not my birthday. It's not right. a, a what, holiday. What you do? What's wrong, kiddo? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you buttering me up for? And he was just like, no, it's just, there you go. So I was like, okay. And, then, you know, no offense. I wasn't trying to offend or anything. It was just, yeah. it's Mother's, it was Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to mm-hmm. anybody who was out Happy there. Happy Mother's Day. Yes. But yeah, I was just like, you're a month off, pal. <laughs> but no, I appreciate it. It's uh, the sequel to Nino Cooney, which I remember playing on the oh, PlayStation yeah. 3, kind of the anime style from the... Uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, I think that was the studio that was involved with it. Almost positive mm. it was. Anyway, uh, it's, it's a sequel to that game. Mm. I have I remember it coming out, and I was like, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd kind of like to get around to it, but just never did. Mm. And then now I have it sitting in my lap. So there you go. It's, hey, that's always good. Yeah. So a fun like present you weren't expecting out of nowhere. Mm. Those are usually good for sure. So. I've got to choose which one, and I might go for Plague's Tale since it is the shorter game, and then maybe roll right. into the other one. Since and then in theory, you have to return that one. So. That's true, yeah. So yeah. I can just get it over with, be done. Right. There you go. Because I probably <laughs> won't. Yeah, it's one of those games I'll probably play through once and be done with. Kind of like. Oh, yeah. As much as, because I remember I mentioned Catherine that I wanted to go back mm-hmm. and see all the endings. I just, I don't see myself doing it. I don't know why. I do want to see it. I do want to see those other endings. When a game is just... that long, yeah. and I think that's what started to make me become, if you have the ability to now, I know not mm-hmm. every game allows you to have more than one save file, but um, like even with Always Sometimes Monsters, I think I had every slot full because for some reason I would save before some major choice thinking I would just go back to that point, you know, and just make it from there. And then when you realize still how much time and effort is put into from maybe that was only an hour into the game and you're, you know, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But sometimes you might just want to look it up in YouTube just to say you saw it instead of putting yeah, in it's the true. 10,000 hours it takes to get through it uh, as many times as it would take. Yeah. Because if I'd have thought about it, the multiple save files would have worked because for certain branches of the ending, Mm-hmm. Is you have like I think I've mentioned this before. You have like a good and a bad meter. Like you're you're mm-hmm. being really loyal to Catherine with a K, and you know that's your love. That's the one you're going to be with. And then if you're being disloyal to her and you're cheating and going with Catherine with a C, mm-hmm. then you go down into the bad meter, and then that can shift the tide of the endings. And then at some point, you have certain questions you have to answer that will then take you to whatever ending you have based on where you were. So okay. if I had saved up to a point with the save file that I was on, I probably could have went through less just to get to some of the endings with the good meter and then mm-hmm. just have to play through it yet again, getting the bad meter filled up and then just do yeah. it that way. So I didn't think about it. And I just, when I think about it, I'm just like, eh, maybe. Or maybe you accidentally imagine. save over that one file and you go, well, good. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just make, come to peace with the fact I'm probably just not going to see it all from my own doing. Yeah. So YouTube might be the, the way to go. 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say the best game to ever do that, though, that I can recall off the top of my head was Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Uh, one of David Cage's games, because literally, what was there? Maybe three endings, but mm-hmm. the choices seem to be made right at the end. Yeah. So if you saved it, you want to go light, you want to go dark, you want to do nothing, you could just save it right there, watch it, go back, choose the other one. And I'm like, thank you, David Cage. Mm-hmm. Not all of his games will do that, mind you, but that one was the only one that I can remember where I'm like, oh, that was the simplest way to see all of the endings, bam, 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 and done. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the ga- that the story for Catherine is not intriguing. It's just... It's long. It's, it's, it's long. I mean, there's just so yeah. much time that gets put into it, and I, I played it already. <laughs> mm-hmm. And there's always parts or levels that you just didn't really enjoy as much, I feel like, in every mm-hmm. game. And so when you get to that part, you're like, damn man, I got to do this whole thing. Yeah. And that, you know, and that's why I was saying I just play it on easy so I can kind of breeze through the puzzles, but I still have to go through mm-hmm. the narrative p- portions of it. Can you not skip it? I don't know. I don't remember if mm-hmm. I could. And I think that was that's another part That's always nice of it. when they add that. Because I would want to see, like, if I made this choice last time, I definitely want to see the other choice the second time mm-hmm. around to see how it played out. But I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, no. anyway. But, yeah, I have I choices. I've got that game finished. We'll see where I'm at next week. Well, we'll pick it up from there, it sounds like. Excellent. Well, we could chat about some news then, All since right, we had we a little bit lighter of a gaming. You're going to be happy. You know, we decided to do COVID news up at the top, as I've been saying for a while. Get it done, out of the way. You can mm-hmm. skip. There's no skipping. Believe it or not, you should be happy to know it. I couldn't find anything new for games and COVID related this week. So everyone, I guess, is settled working at home or Wonderful. doing their thing. I didn't find anything canceled or rescheduled or delayed this week so yay you don't have to skip this time Mm -hmm. but we got a lot of actual news we do so we're gonna have plenty to talk about last week i was all sad there wasn't anything or the week before i don't know and this week there's a lot so we'll just start off with the uh xbox event because we all went through it right mm-hmm. <laughs> and everyone had a little bit of a different reaction kind of went down the board but as most of you know Jeff Keeley did a live stream across all the platforms on uh, May 7th which was a look at what's to come from the Summerfest so the plans are to reveal more Xbox Series X games and gameplay footage yeah, yes. put a put a pin in that gameplay footage because that's something we'll be talking about in a little bit as well <laughs> we'll go ahead and talk about the games and what was revealed first but um this one was third-party only games at this time, so there was none of those that are showed yet. Um, so first party supposedly will be in July. About 45 minutes each is what they were saying at the top when it actually kicks off fully into the Summerfest. So I just say hopefully they get the volume figured out. This was one thing I had a trouble with. I ended up switching to... Twitch, because BTTV has an add-on now for an audio compressor, Mm -hmm. so you can make the volume a little bit better, and okay, he was just super soft, and I would turn it up, 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 they'd play a a trailer, and then my ears were instantly bleeding, like... (laughs) It was just, it was really bad. He did kind of get it figured out there towards the middle, but I was like, oh my God, this is rough. But then I wanted to go back to YouTube because Twitch wasn't offering it in 1080p. So I'm like, everybody, can we get on the same page there? Like, whatever. Anyway, that's my own personal gripe that I, for some reason, decided to throw in there. But back to the Summerfest games. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, they did say that there will be more May events to be announced. So just keep checking the website uh, or you can sign up with your email to get reminders. Um, so June was where they said we'll be getting a closer look, hopefully at Cyberpunk, more EA games and the Steam Games Festival as well. So they wanted to show off these games. So before we talk about the games, it should be mentioned that most of all of these games said that they were smart delivery supported. Okay. With the exception of Madden, which mm-hmm. we won't talk about that as well, because EA decided that they're going to have their own stipulations to the smart delivery system for Madden. So there is another Madden game coming. I don't really feel like there's a lot of lengthy discussion that needs to go into that. You like Madden. You know how the game plays. Here's your upgraded version. Uh, but EA tells us there's a small window that you have to actually get the smart delivery upgrade because, of course, they would. So to receive the offer, players must purchase Madden NFL 21 on Xbox One by December 31st, 2020, and then upgrade to Xbox Series X by March 31st, 2021. So just best be willing to shell out for both right away if that's important to you to have Madden on smart delivery upgrade. (laughs) <sighs> I, 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 that was the only one that I had seen, but I'm thankful to those who had seen it because I, I, I don't know that I would have seen that fine print as I'm just sitting there watching trailers and trying to take my own notes as I was going yeah. along. So thank you to the internet. They, they don't miss a thing. Um, so one of the ones that they uh, premiered was Dirt 5 by Codemasters. It's a racing game. I took note of this one because you got Troy Baker and Nolan North featured mm-hmm. in the career mode, which is exciting. Uh, it's a fully fleshed out career mode where it looks like players can make choices on how to further their racing career. Uh, it also says it'll feature some familiar names from the car and culture world along the way, which means nothing to me. Nope. Don't but if you <laughs> if you're into racing and you know these names, congratulations. Because I won't know any of them. Um, Ebb Software's Scorn. Um, looked kind of gross. Yeah. It was, uh... That was my takeaway. A little gross. A little creepy. Mm -hmm. If that's what you were going for, you nailed it. Is that that the one... Is that the one with the weird body horror? Yeah! Like, it looked like they were all melting and blood and looking like aliens and crawling out of the walls and And, stuff. I don't know. Yeah, you, you mentioned aliens. That's what... Like I, I saw something after the fact that it was possibly. I don't know if it's based on anything of his, but H.R. Geiger, the guy that made the aliens, I, his mm-hmm. name was attached to a headline that I read, oh. and I was like, oh, okay. So then that then made that more sense. sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking it. No. I just it looks like what I probably am not interested in because mm. I felt very like at the whole time I was watching it but that might be what they were going for so GG you invoked that reaction within mm. me uh, then we saw a game called Chorus Rises One which this one's a maybe for me it looked to have like a, a strong female protagonist in this apocalyptic universe again no gameplay we're just going to put that out there none of these are, that I'm mentioning we saw any type of actual in-game play um, but it looks to be like a space simulation game it does have combat some like weird deep tones to it I don't know it's deep silver so it's it, it could go either way yeah. um, I think it was like it looked like she's an ace pilot Right. And Mm -hmm. then their ship was named Forsaken and it's like a redemption story. I 
don't know. So maybe Red Dead in space. But it looks pretty cool, and I'm going to keep my eye on that. Um, but, of course, the one that they mentioned that I was super excited for was Vampire the Masquerade 2 oh, yeah. Bloodlines. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. That trailer was awesome. And I feel like we did see hints of gameplay in that one. Oh, and yeah. Maybe I'm just putting two and two together from other clips and stuff that I've seen before. Um I loved it. I loved it. I heard some grumblings about people pissing and moaning about like the graphics used and things like that. Since, I mean, I guess after you get done seeing all of these trailers for all these other ones that you can tell had all these, I don't, I don't know. I thought the aesthetic worked. I feel like we're picking at little things, but I also loved the first game, which will, let's be real. It didn't work. Mm -hmm. Like it was just, it was a buggy mechanical mess and then players fixed it and to me, it fits the aesthetic. So I have right. no problems myself with the the graphics of it. I think now we're probably just people have raised the bar way too high for graphics, sure. which is just making expectations kind of fly all over the place for what we what we're wanting. Uh, but all in all, loved it. Thought it was a great trailer. I'm still excited for Vampire the Masquerade too. Yeah, and it, that was a the game that was. I mean, it was not on my radar outside of you telling me about it. Uh, mm-hmm. And had you not, if you had never told me anything about it, that would have sold me on it because now yeah. I'm interested. I'm like, okay, you got me. I want to mm-hmm. play this. That so. trailer just, wow. Like it creeped me out in just the right amount of way. It really mm-hmm. did. And I was singing that song like all the rest of the day. So that <laughs> should tell you like how much, like I watched it like twice and it was stuck in my head. Um, we did get another game called The Medium which looks like another new one, new IP about a woman named Marianne, who is the protagonist and she is the medium who is haunted by a specific vision. Um, they did have a more in-depth talk with some of the creators of the game. Uh, let us know that it is set in Poland in the late eighties. Apparently it's, it was more of a disruptive time for them, a lot less freedoms and things that were going on in, in their area of the world. Hmm. Um, and, and her, medium she can see into the spiritual world which gives her more insight and the ability to solve the puzzles and things that are going on in the world around you in this game it is a horror genre by blooper team Uh, they're the ones who are behind observer and blair witch Uh, so they are also promising no loading screens when switching between worlds in this game okay We'll see. So I think that's what we're really going to see on the next hardware that's going to be a big leap for us. I don't think it's going to be graphics like by leaps and bounds because we, you and I have had this conversation so many mm. times. Like how much better can it really get? Like they look so good. Yeah. Maybe little minor pixels here or there. I think it's going to be the load times and how fast these games can render and go. That's mm. really going to be the next step for all of these. So I would I would say kind of piggybacking off what you said because I know we had that discussion when we were watching it. And mm-hmm. as far as the graphics go, the one thing that I will say that I did notice that I do appreciate from say PlayStation Three to PlayStation Four, Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty to Xbox One. One graphical thing that they did is they captured more emotion in the face. Now, it might might seem very minuscule for some people. Granted, you can tell a a big difference now. Like, I actually didn't realize what, (laughs) like, the the massive difference there really was Mm -hmm. graphically. It didn't seem that way at the time. But when you go back to an older game, you can really tell... They did kind of step up a lot, mm-hmm. but emotion in the face is really what they've improved on through this cycle. Because and probably just even over the years, if you think about it, because it used to just be basically a blank slate. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah. You know, like there might be like a, eyes and maybe a lip painted on. But that I mean, look at the old Laura Croft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've definitely updated how fine the hair looks. The creases in someone's forehead. Like all of that I get. It's and it's lovely. I just feel like maybe we're making our expectations too high now because we keep getting blown away one after the next that I don't know where we go from here. So we might have to temper expectations a little bit for what you're thinking you're going to see visually because it's really good right now already. Yeah, I think it's fine as is. I don't know what more you can do. I yeah. really don't. So like you said, load times. Let's focus in on that. Right. The game's moving so much faster. Maybe the frames rates are amazing. Again, no load times. Like, those will still be huge improvements. I just don't want people to buy these next-gen consoles and then get extremely disappointed in what they look like without looking at the things that were probably built upon. Anyway, Mm -hmm. digressing. But (laughs) I think we just need to temper our expectations a little bit on that because it's just so good right now. Uh, Bandai Namco introduced Scarlet Nexus, mm-hmm. uh, which seemed to be a, a psionics was what those interesting, weird creatures were called. Um, I had to go to the website to actually get a little bit more information about this one as well as the trailer did. I still didn't have a whole lot of information what it was going to be. Uh, but it, uh, these people had been infected with the psionic hormone in the brain, which was giving the infected these extrasensory powers. Um, from the trailer, though, you do see you play as Yurito Sumaragi. I hope I said that right. You did. Who has psychokinesis, and it gives him the ability to fight against these mutants. Um, and also part of a group that I guess goes out and fights these mutants together and he wants Mm -hmm. to be good enough to be badass along with them. Art style was really cool. That actually looked like it's a game that I I, I would enjoy playing as well. Bright colors and the style with which it was created and drawn was really cool. It was really cool. Um, Avalanche Studios showed off Second Extinction, which is a three-player co-op shooter game where you try to wipe out mutated dinosaurs that have clearly taken over the world. Sure. Um, it looked like just a fast-paced action kind of shoot 'em up game. But totally lots of fun if you've got some friends to probably play around with on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we got a closer look at Yakuza Like a Dragon. Confirmed for PC. So, you know, I was happy about that. I ain't got to wait for some kind of port or anything. So that's cool. Um, And I'm not going to go into too much about that because I feel like that's been talked about a lot. We already knew that it was going to be kind of a different play style for this Yakuza than some of them in the past and Mm. things like that. So um, and finally, the big one that people were wanting to see again was gameplay of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And so they definitely went into a little bit more detail of the game and the story. We did get a different depth look into the trailer. Um. But that leads me into the next story. The controversy over the gameplay that all of us were expecting to see because we were told we were seeing gameplay trailers. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know what to say about this anymore. There was so much confusion that was going on. Obviously, Twitter blew up and in the chat blew up for where I was watching, um, where he had to even put a graphic on the screen trying to explain like in-game trailer or gameplay footage it wasn't gameplay it wasn't and so I go digging again because I want to be like so what difference are they trying to point out to us like because there was clearly a miscommunication Mm -hmm. because it wasn't just like a few of us who were under the impression we were going to see what the game was playing like like it was a pretty 50 50 split down there uh, but people were feeling disappointed in the event because of that one thing, which uh, the event all in all was pretty good. I think that was what made people, and, and again, 
if I'm wrong, step in. But it felt like a lot of the comments were they felt bummed because there was no gameplay. And I think that one detail trashed your event more than it would have. Because all in all, the trailers were good. The game seemed good. I think the event went off well for what we're able to do right now in, in the day and age of, you know, the pandemic. So where where did we miscommunicate? So Xbox actually agreed and they thought the same thing. They tweeted out, had we not said anything and just shown May inside Xbox show like we did last month, I, res- I, I suspect the reactions would be different. So what we actually saw, though, was in engine gameplay. So so what does that mean? So it was rendered using the game engine and not necessarily what it would look like in game. So like how you would make a cinematic trailer using a game engine, that's showing you what it could look like. Mm -hmm. But we all know that's not usually how the gameplay would play. I would be super and severely impressed if we've upgraded to the point that gameplay looks like that. But it was misleading. And I feel like they know that we misunderstand that and buy games based on it too much. Ubisoft, I feel like does this a lot. They have. Uh, let's, let's not forget the watchdogs fiasco. They pulled yes, at Yes, I bought into that. I yeah. went at midnight to buy that game from GameStop. And about an hour in that night, I felt like I wasn't playing the same thing that was sold to me at all. Because you weren't. I wasn't. Yeah. I was very upset about that. That was the first time I remember buying into a hype game like that where I literally went to the midnight release at a GameStop so I could pick it up and never felt more disappointed in a while. Like, Yeah, Ubisoft is changing what they consider gameplay. They are trying to define it their way. But the problem is gamers have the we definition. Know. We know what the definition of gameplay is. We want to see the game being played on mm-hmm. the console in which you were telling us it's going to be on. That's gameplay. You can right. try to redefine it any time, any way you want, Ubisoft, but it doesn't matter. We want to see the game being played with a controller if on If I own console. it and put it into my console, what is it going to look like? Yeah. And they're also really big on, and, the, and they're not the only ones, just the one I'm going to pick on right now, but the, this fast PC that is totally gonna look better of course so they sell you on that pc image too like how mm-hmm. well it looks there which isn't gonna look the same when you take it to your console there should be side by side so you can see the difference because if i own a playstation i can't afford a pc yeah i exactly. i want to see what it looks like for me does it mean i'm not gonna buy the game i mean i don't know i don't know i've never been one that just always gravitates because the graphics look good we're pushing what it can do Mm -hmm. i like good stories i like a well-done game hence why vampire doesn't piss me off like it's not that big of a deal Mm -hmm. but stop lying to us i feel like it's just one of these marketing tools that they've used for so long that just keeps working because we keep buying the games anyway I don't know. Something's got to give. So hopefully maybe this brought a little bit more light to it since more of us were home and could watch at the exact same time and probably pounded them on Twitter way more in a row than they probably were used to. But um, can we stop that? That's all I'm going to ask. Just stop. Don't tell us it's a gameplay trailer. Say it's rendered in the engine. Say it's a cinematic trailer in-game engine. Say all of that. But when you attach gameplay to it, show us gameplay. I'm just getting tired of being run around about that whole thing. I want to see gameplay. So we've yet to still see gameplay on Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And I don't know what to tell you. I don't know when it's coming. Maybe the day you buy it. 
and put it into your console. Sure. Uh, but <laughs> moving on to other stories, uh, PSVR is actually working on a prototype for a PSVR 2 finger tracking controller. Ooh. Why it caught my eye is because it's PlayStation. I'm like, what you doing trying to get Valve Index controllers going on? But mm-hmm. it looked pretty neat. Um, uh, this would be interesting if they actually pull it off. And again, I don't have anything necessarily against PSVR per se, but again, I still think PC is far superior right now. Um, but this is, of course, if we even get it. So there was a video released from Sony about their research on the finger tracking and designing the controller. The video more or less had the evaluation of the mechanics and how it appears in the patent that Sony filed back in 2018. So that's kind of cool. They've been thinking about this for a while. Sure. The prototype uses 62 sensing electrodes for finger detection, which is impressive. Um, and even uh, when you don't touch the controller all the way, it was sensing the slight movement in your fingers as it was getting closer to the controller. Okay. So that shows a really large variety of movement and poses, especially for console VR. Um they Sony has confirmed that there actually isn't any plans right now to have a PSVR at launch with the new PlayStation 5 or, or a different version. They have said mm-hmm. that your old unit should still be fine to use on the PlayStation. So I would assume if they're doing a, a whole other unit headset, all of this stuff, you're looking at a couple years probably still out. But I just thought that was cool. Like if you can get that good on a console with it, if that pans out, well... More power to it, man. Get more VR in front of people, too. Because that ends sure. up being cheaper if you've already got the console. Uh, let's see here. So we had already kind of talked a little bit about this with uh, EA and letting you upgrade your games uh, for the current gen, where you can upgrade free for the smart delivery system. Uh, but we were just kind of worrying, uh, what does that mean for PlayStation? We know we've been hearing a little bit about they're planning on doing backwards compatibility with 4. I love PlayStation but I'll believe that when I see it because they've promised me that before. Uh, But uh, we learned some new info about that through another earnings call to shareholders. So EA COO Blake Jorgensen, or Jorgensen is probably the proper way to say that, right? Jorgensen. Jorgensen. uh, Said Ed. (laughs) Jorgensen. Now we're making fun of the guy. I just wanted to say it right. I'm sorry. (laughs) You don't listen to this. I don't know. Maybe you do. Hi, Blake. Uh, (laughs) uh, But he said, and I quote, this year's phasing in includes the effect of revenue recognition from the games we are launching for the current generation of consoles that can also be upgraded for free for the next generation. So it goes on to say it wasn't very clear whether this meant just backwards compatibility or if it's going to be like Microsoft's smart delivery system or an in-house program of whatever they decide to name it that might let owners of the game apply for the next gen of the game. Maybe it'll just be a discount. I don't know. But since we know there is confirmation on Microsoft's end, PS5, you're up. Are we for Mm -hmm. sure going to be able to do that? Um, So we already talked about how they planned on doing that with like Apex Legends and all of that out of EA. And I just told you what's going to happen with FIFA 21 and Madden 21. And there's like another unannounced game that we're going to be hearing about here apparently soon out of EA. So let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. I feel like Microsoft is uh, raising the bar for what you got to meet here. But they're also the only ones with looser lips. Cyberpunk 2077 finally got a rating of M, which I'm not surprised. No. So I read the description of the Cyberpunk 27, and this is off of the ESRB website. Okay. 
Oh, yeah. It was kind of a a joy to read. I don't know. I I won't read the whole thing, uh, but in the middle of the long paragraph was stated that players can select a gender and customize their character. Customization can include depictions of breasts, buttocks, and genitalia, as well as various sizes and combinations of genitals. Players can encounter events where they have the option to engage in sexual activities with other main characters or prostitutes. These brief sex scenes, from a first-person perspective, depict partially nude characters moaning suggestively while moving through various positions with brief thrusting motions and some scenes where a character's head is moving towards a partner's crotch. This is exactly what it said on the ESRB website. I feel like I read a porn game, kind of. I was a little (laughs) hot under the collar when I got done reading that description. I had to go take a shower. Um, But yeah, so uh, (laughs) streamers... Beware. Mm -hmm. If, in fact, we are seeing bare genitals, don't stream creating that. You're just asking for a ban. And I don't want to see all your tweets later about how it was unfair you were banned. I'm just I don't want to hear it. Unfollow me. Get out of my feed. I don't want to see it. Um, (laughs) And I mean, this was already kind of interesting because I know we had already discussed how damaging having a penis in third person in a game is. Mm -hmm. And Stephen did tell us. The trials and tribulations of having it in first person. I did. So now this is our chance. And now this is our now, chance to see if we should have seen Geralt's penis or not. Well, you see, now, now, for all of us with a penis, if we are so, uh, we're not as endowed as we want to be. This allows us to fulfill that fantasy to be I as endowed as we how want. How crazy to be. it'll let you get, because you know. You know people are going to have that shit dragging behind them if mm. you let it. John might, Waters times two. I might two. would try it too because it would be funny. I don't know. I said John Waters. John Holmes. God damn it. <laughs> Not John Waters. I don't know what his penis looks like. No one knows. <laughs> He's a good guy. Let's let's change the So what penises have you seen today, Stephen? Um, <laughs> but I do have to add... Because I was wondering why any of this was even necessary at all, right? Mm -hmm. Not that I care one way or the other, but... um, And I still feel like legit showing male or female undercarriages still isn't necessary. But I had a friend let me know that this seemed to actually be a great way to include transgendered gamers. Yeah. And with that knowledge... I want I I thanked her already, but thank you again for for uh, forcing me to rethink again because sometimes it's you don't think about things outside of your own purview. Um, so if that is in fact one of the main reasons why it was added, then I'm here for it. I want everyone to feel represented in their game. So if that if that's the the reason why I'm here for it, totally 100. percent And that's um, and that's a great developing conversation that we should all mm-hmm. be having. In life, mm-hmm. don't True. just don't just crap on an idea. Don't just let it sit. And if you understand why it's there, don't shame somebody. Explain to mm-hmm. them. Be like, hey, yeah. What about this? What about that? What about? It's a great starter. Oh, she did it perfectly. She did it perfectly. She's like, actually, that sounds like a really great way to include trans gamers. And I went, oh my god, yeah. Ta-da. And thank you, and thank you for reminding me to think about that kind of stuff too. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm here for it. So enjoy, enjoy. I'm sure we'll all have a good time with it uh, once we get our hands on it, one way or the other. 
Uh, <laughs> the next bit of news, uh, Tequila Works kind of looked like they were starting to stir up a little trouble here. Um, and I love the devs. I love this team. But I was reading this this info, and I, I don't know what to take of it. So the devs behind the game Kumo, which seemed like a one-man team, received a notice of legal action from Tequila Works, which is the devs behind Rhyme, The Invisible Hours, and Guilt, like I just mentioned that I was playing earlier. Um, the offense seems to be that they were under the impression the trees in Kumo were the ones used in Rhyme in Tequila Works game. So they're claiming that the, the Kumo devs stole their assets for the trees that were used. Um, I... How hard is it I'm to I'm not a legal a person. I looked at the images. There, I, I wouldn't have thought that at all. But I, I don't know what legalese goes into assets, what gets reused, who's building what, and all that. But personally, didn't look like a, a, a fight to pick. But they tweeted that after nearly three years of development, now this is the Kumo team, after three years of envelop, uh, development, and 10 years in the industry, I have never been so insulted. So the comment sections were just flooded where people were saying they don't really look similar. I'm in agreement. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, and also, what does that mean for the Kumo team? Uh, they've temporarily halted development to straighten this whole thing out. So far, it looks like it won't go to court. But as I searched for more answers, it, it, looking at Tail Art Studios, which is the Kumo team, uh, the Twitter feed to find out on May 5th. They posted a message to their fans, which summed up that the project is closed entirely for now, not knowing when they'll actually pick it back up again. So the last message stated, if you see this as me giving up and finding an easy way out, I'm sorry, but this is not the case. And I simply need to step away and come back as a new developer and bring Kumo a whole new style. So he made it sound like this wasn't the first hurdle that he's been trying to climb to get this mm -hmm. game out. But this was the one that I guess finally put the nail in the coffin for him where he's like, you know what? I just... I just wanted to make a game, and I. every time I turn around, it seems like there's something new happening. So I don't know the other stuff leading up to it. Right, but, right. To which I found on Tequila Works Twitter on May 6th a statement saying, we want to confirm that we have not taken legal action against anyone. We've only contacted the developer of Kumo as we saw close similarities in the assets of his game, specifically the trees, being the same as we created for Rhyme. We thought that this must have been an oversight or a mistake, so we have been asking for them to be removed. So what happens now? It looks like Kumo's just wrapped up for the moment. Um, I hope... I hope he finds a way to get the game going back again. But I just, man, when I looked at it, I just, I, I felt like that was just a weird fight to pick. I would have never thought they were the same trees. Can I, can I say something? Yeah, of course. It's a tree. <laughs> it's a tree. It's not crucial to the gameplay that I know of, but it's no. a tree. It's just set dressing. Yeah. In the background. A tree. There are trees outside my window. There are trees all around. Trees. So what if they look kind of like your trees? Is it going to break the game? No. Is it a ripoff? No. It's a tree, mm. goddammit. <laughs> I'm with you there. I really felt like this was just like the weirdest thing to pick a fight over. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't know any gamer. I don't know. I don't know any gamer that would have come if, up with that if either. If they ripped I off guess the... I just feel if they ripped off the plot, really 
if they ripped off the main mm-hmm. character, if they ripped off something that was tangible within the game that was specifically theirs, mm-hmm. and you could look at it. And I know the argument is, well, the trees are ours. It's a fucking tree. A mm. tree. And I shall, I'll show you the pictures later on because, like, I really did look. I was like, I'm going to be fair. Somebody made these trees and wants credit. That's that's what this is. So let's see. And I just, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. But, no, Kumo, I hope you can, I hope you, I hope everything comes back for you so you can get that because it looks like you had a lot of fans waiting on the game and, and heart goes out and just want it all figured out. But at least it doesn't look like they'll go to court. <sighs> just seemed like a weird fight to pick. Mm-hmm. Um. And my last little bit of news, I'm telling you, there was a lot of like chunk news. There wasn't like little stuff. There's mm-hmm. a few little stuff, but uh, <laughs> riot again with the toxicity Jesus. issues, man. I, 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 and it's one of those things we're seeing back and forth a lot. And we were talking about it last week that it's a competitive shooter issue towards women. And we were breaking down all that. That was a different story. But right now, this is just the toxicity overall. Um, let's see here. This week, uh, Joe Dat or Voiboy is what he goes by. He's a League of Legends pro player uh, and has been for the last 10 years. Uh, he came out this week addressing how bad it's actually become. So much so he did a nine minute video on Twitter explaining all of this stuff. The highlights that I took from it uh, was he expressed how over the last two years, each year, he says, it's just worse than the last, and he's not seeing Riot do anything to try to fix it. He said he has given up on even reporting people because Riot hasn't been giving any consequences for the behavior. So Voiboy said he's had major griefing issues, people figuring out the algorithm to ensure they get on his team so they can throw the match, stream snipe, which is not riot's problem but still compounding on it and just so much more he did say that this is a solo queue issue so i'm not saying that only lies within that aspect of the game this is just the one he was um specifically talking about uh this in turn had devin nash who's part of nerd fusion who's also been in pro esports for a really long time to address this in one of his videos and even he agrees that unless riot does something to change the system like, this is like, there. I don't know how you get out of this situation. So reading through those comments on Twitter, the player base just seemed to be massively in agreement with this issue and the fact that Riot doesn't appear to be doing anything about it. So which leaves those to speculate that it's them not wanting to lose that revenue, which means there has to be a huge issue if it were to hit their wallet that hard. Hmm. Like, so Riot, are you saying that all of your player base is this kind of a garbage person? Sounds like it. Again, this is the assumption without Riot seeming to have a public statement that I could find before we recorded today. I can only give what it like it appears to me. And the player base to you at this time looks like, I mean, he's been a pro player of this for 10 years. Made a streaming career out of it for five. Um, he's basically saying, I don't know if I want to play your game anymore. Don't. Take a stand. Don't do I it. I feel like that's what it's going to have to come to. Yeah. It's like your bigger players that like bring in massive bases like this. You might just have to be like, all right, we're playing, I don't know, whatever next League of Legends equivalent is. I don't even want to throw out a game because I'm not even really sure, but because I don't play it. But I mean, if you I, if- I, I just can't imagine playing a game, being so pissed off that you're going out of your way to try to make another human being feel like garbage over a game. Over a game. Yeah, no, I get it. And and 
further to the point, the streamers who are having problems with it, like this guy. You need to start, you, you need to sit down and decide what's more important. That game or your morals. Because if this bothers you, stop playing it. It's, it's not that hard. Put it down. Well, I mean, if that's your whole livelihood, I could understand the struggle. But but because if you're a pro esports player and this is what you've been making your income off of for a while, I could see the struggle. But that's gonna lay down to you whether you feel like that's worth it one way or the other. But but you you make a, a that's where he's making his living. I understand that, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be rough. But if that is something you cannot stand behind, take a stand. Say that I can't make money off of this anymore because it's garbage. The people mm-hmm. are garbage. Everything is toxic. I don't want to be a part of it anymore and step away. It's going to be it rough. It has to be wearing on him mentally if it's after all this time to do that long of a video too. I just, I, I can't, I, I understand money is the way to be, but damn, you've got to have some standards to live by and say, I'm not going to sit around. Because if I had to, you know how many times... <laughs> And you know what? Maybe, maybe this is me. Maybe, maybe I'm starting to understand where he's at. Okay. Okay. But I'm not, I don't encounter it on a daily basis like this guy probably does. Oh, probably. Okay. But if I did, oh yeah, I wouldn't be at my job. I'm not talking about sexist. I'm talking about racist. I've heard people say racist jokes, racist comments at my job. And it again, it's not daily. It's just here and there. Mm-hmm. Once a year, maybe. And maybe that's 12 times too many at this point. Oh, definitely 12 times too many. Okay. Yeah. But it happens. But if it was common, yeah. But what do I, but what do, I do with those people? I stay away from. I'm like, you're, you're the type of person I don't want to be around. So I, See, I, I feel like I would just, have to tell them off first. And then I yeah. sequester myself. I don't have patience for that kind of stuff. No, it's it's garbage. Like so I, I distance myself from these people and I'm like, no, yeah. I don't want to be around you anymore. So screw you. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of person you've just shown me who you are. I don't want to be around oh, you. I don't want to be associated with you anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if if that was daily, I would not be there. I would not be there at all. Because it'd be like, mm-hmm. I can't work here because this is a garbage place. And no matter how you feel about yourself, hearing those kind of comments to, to you all the time, it's just going to wear on you. Mm-hmm. It's going to drain your mental health. Yeah. It can shape how you start to think about yourself. Whether yeah. you believed it initially or not, now you're letting these people plant this seed over and over and over again, telling you these things about a game. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I can understand the the struggle because like, I know that that's a huge cash cow of an industry and as someone, and, and who knows, maybe he's made enough now that like he should be able to just walk away and could live comfortably until you find that next game or whatever, maybe be the next ninja. I don't know where you start to step outside of just the gaming space. Um, but Riot though, come on. Yeah. There's got to be something that you've got to step up and do. Like your players look like they're begging you to okay. not let this game continue down this path because it's you're just going to have only these garbage people left. And, and maybe that's what you want if they keep giving you money. I don't know. but Well, um, they are suckers, so why not? I, I don't know. It's just like, I, just, I don't know. It seems like everything they come out with now, like I just want to not even touch Riot stuff. <laughs> I just feel like I've never had like, hey, guess why Riot's in the news today? I've never had one of those moments where I'm like, up, 
uplifting story. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna deviate real quick, and I, I don't want to go off on too deep of a tangent with this because I'm just mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if I, if I remember this correctly. Anola, you remember our friend Anola? She's been on the show a few times. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. not when you were on the show. But, no, I know. Yeah, but you know, you know, I'm talking. No, about. we weren't on the show together, but yeah. I do know Anola. Mm-hmm. She, she worked for Riot, did she not? I think we've tried to remember this once before too. And I'm not going to say I'm confident 100%, but I'm like 90% sure that's where she said she used to work. But it's been many years now, so yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, I she's, can't confidently say if uh, that was the team, but that sounds right. I, I'm pretty sure she's with who, Microsoft or Mixer right now? Well, she's not, yeah, no longer with yeah, them yeah, now, yeah. But, yeah. but no, I would, I would love to get her, because at the time when we spoke to her, I'm almost positive she mentioned that she worked with him. Of course, that's been years ago. Right. <laughs> and I, I would love to know, because you can't tell me. Like have that. Being yeah. a woman at Riot, if it's been that toxic, I'd love to hear her experience. Because if it was a good experience, something tells me she'd still be there. And she hasn't, she she never said anything yeah, at the time. Know. And she may not have legally been. I don't know her well to... enough to know like what her aspirations are through the system. So I'm not sure. But I mean, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. And and, and yeah. I'm not trying to put words in her mouth. I don't know if she's listening or not. I'm, I would hope she is. But <laughs> and we could have this all wrong. Or could yeah, be yeah, yeah. Else. She like, could have had it with a Y. You didn't remember me telling you about that offshoot company that, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But no, <laughs> she, she's a great person. I'd love to have her back on the show if she'd ever. Yeah. Come back to Tennessee. <laughs> I gave her hell. Oh, about like that, that way on the show. Well, we could call her up and do it like how we do it. Just but Skype with us. Yeah, but she's she's busy, time. so Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. <sighs> yes. Sorry. Well, at least that was the end of the news news. Now just a few little quickets here to run through. Uh Mortal Kombat Eleven Aftermath was an, uh, announced, which introduces new story DLC and Robocop as a guest on May twenty sixth. So, uh, which I guess it looks like it's a free update for existing players, which gives you new stage fatalities, friendships, and just all around new areas to beat them up. I, I do have I do have something to comment here because it did mm-hmm. sit wrong in my head. And luckily, I wasn't the only one after the fact when I started looking into it. Now, granted, Robocop, Peter Weller. Oh, oh yeah. You were telling me that. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing because mm-hmm. you look mm-hmm. at him, and you're like, oh, it kind of looks like the Peter Weller Robocop, uh, even though he's got a mask. I understand, but you can sure. certain it's facial features yeah. you can tell. Um, Shape of the helmet. His voice didn't sound like the second time I listened to it. I was like, okay, okay. I I, I didn't hear it. I they they're not doing the uh, the vocal uh reverb or something that they did in the movies. Oh so that's that's why it kind of threw me off. Was. Yeah. But they are releasing this as a package. Mortal Kombat eleven plus oh, aftermath. Okay. All the stuff together. Fifty nine ninety nine. Now now doesn't that seem like a big middle finger to all the people who paid one hundred dollars for your Big season pass game package up front pre-order. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I totally, I never paid, played the game or anything. So wait, so you paid a, well, not necessarily you, I but did. there was a hundred dollar like season pass that was and you've yet to get one, anything that other people didn't get for free. $100 for 
everything. And now they are going to give everything to everybody if you pay 60 bucks. Ooh, yeah. So th- Did you at least get fighters? Although that I, seems I like mean, so silly. I'm getting everything. give that away for free. That everybody else is getting. But I, I can't yeah. say that I have something that they are not getting. That's true. Did it have some cool steel book? I'm trying to think of something because that just, yeah. Mine was a screwed. digital download. Keep that in mind. It was? Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. So it was just open. Yeah. Open How package. I, I'm surprised I haven't seen more hubbub about that then too. I'm really surprised you haven't either because when I looked at it, when I heard it, and then I started, started seeing we're like, hey, you can get this and this and this. And they were breaking all this down and I was looking at it. So, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're saying you can buy this and that together for what less than I paid? Is that what you're telling me? And I'm not getting anything special out of it? Yeah, I'd be pissed. I would be pissed. So at this point, I'm kind of at a point, I'm literally at a point where I'm not going to buy these games up front anymore because you're not giving me anything. You're devaluing my money at least $40 worth. So mm-hmm. I don't want your game. And I don't want anything you've got. Because you clearly, those of us who pre-ordered yeah. and paid up front don't matter. How could you guys have not gotten a whole slew of things? Something. Like if you had bought it and got a statue, a steel book, um you know, those other fancy maps or whatever that they'll put in there as a collector's. Like, sure, that's mm. probably what you were paying for. But if it was just for the game and a season pass to ensure that you got all of the content without charging you anymore and they're giving it away for free, I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah. straight up. Yeah. Like, why did I spend that? I should have just done 60 bucks then. I should have. All right. Clearly well, hopefully you're listening, at. devs. You owe some people something cool here, something pretty big. Uh, let's see. Google Stadia finally announced that the wireless controller functionality for those who play on Stadia browsers, um, work wirelessly now. Wow. <laughs> Thought I'd add that Did in. Now? Just now? Holy I crap. I guess from release until now, it was only on the Chromecast Ultra devices where it could work that way. So starting last week, you can play without plugging it into your laptop or PC. So well, there you go. I'll be damned. <laughs> Who'd have thought that was something people wanted? wireless controller to play wirelessly i know i know these stupid ideas we have (laughs) tell you (laughs) uh jeff Keeley apparently has a surprise game reveal on may 12th at noon pacific standard uh i guess it's pacific daylight time now right whatever whatever noon pacific on the summer game fest website so check that out i don't know what it is yet we'll all find out on the 12th Hints, no clues, no nothing. No Not that I could tell. That website's very generic right now, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they got the backdrop. They got the dates. They got a way for you to put your email in to get notifications. You and know what? I actually haven't checked it since we watched the Insider, yeah. Xbox Inside. Or am I saying that Whatever. right? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Wherever that um, was called. Why can't I draw it a blank? But you know what? That's good. <laughs> That's good. Let, the event. Let's The big event. Let's have something for once that's not being spoiled or dug into. Right. Let's just see what it is. Maybe it'll be something amazing that we never I miss expected. Just being straight up surprised. I would yeah. love that for once, you know? And know what? They'll announce it on May 12th. Coming to you, quarter four, 2022. God damn it! <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> Why do you got to tell us these things 50 years in advance? Uh, just me? I'm the only one who gets mad at that? All right. <laughs> like, stop telling me about your shit till you're ready to release in six months. That's my new rule. Uh, anyway, next quick it. Kate Blanchett is in talks to be in the Borderlands movie and in talks for Lilith, in fact. Uh, at the time of this recording, no solid deal has been made. Okay. I'm waiting for everyone to get pissed about her age in the age of Lilith. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Since repeat. We couldn't have what's his name, mm-hmm. Nathan Fillion. He was too old. Yeah, I'm gonna repeat what I said to I you. Is she's she either has to have kids or she's looking to ruin her career? Because I don't see this movie being anything. Because I'll say this: go back to the '90s when Super Mario Brothers happened. The only reason. That Bob, it was either Bob Hoskins or Dennis Hopper, and I feel like it was Bob Hoskins, did the movie is because their kid said, ooh, you got to do that movie. And they're like, okay. Oh, yeah. And they I just feel like I've it. heard that story. Yeah. And then what do they say about the movie now? It's the worst piece of shit that I ever did. <laughs> you know, I always like to try to give something a fair chance. And, and I never was on the boat where I thought we needed to be making all these movies based on video games anyway. But again, I'm not the audience. I play them. Mm-hmm. I got the best version of the story you wanted to tell already. Sure. Is how I look at it. I'm I'm open to the idea if we're doing something true to the character, but maybe twisting it up a bit. Okay? Because that's, again, where I'll make the arguments for the two that I'll always go back to. Detective Pikachu and Sonic. And to some mm-hmm. degree, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat gave us a more fleshed the out... The first one. Yeah. It gave us a more fleshed out story to something that was just a fighter. So I give mm-hmm. it credit, but it did what it set out to do. It was just, okay, they're going to this island. Here's what happens. They fight. Boom, boom, boom. That's all you need. You Done. don't need all these extra characters and all this crap that the sequel did. You just... You told the story as it needed to be told. You did it. You're done. Detective mm. P- Pikachu and Sonic, they were true to those characters, but did something different that we were not expecting with those characters, and it was fun. Mm. So, maybe Monster Hunter can do that. I don't see that being the case with Borderlands, because, who is it, Gearbox? Mm-hmm. They are yeah. money-hungry, garbage people, and they will find a way to monetize the shit out of this movie Ads galore, and it'll be especially if you're willing to drop on Kate Blanchett. And they they will be overseeing the entire thing. And be like, you got to do there's there's going to be too many cooks in the kitchen, and it's going to ruin the movie. I, I will. Oh, you're probably not wrong. I will I will bet on that. And in fact, that's where I'll give I'll give uh, Neil Druckmann a little bit of credit for refusing to have The Last of Us be done in a way. That he was like, I've done this. I've done this. So I'm, I'm I'm, really hoping that the Last of Us TV series that we keep hearing about on HBO is going to be something that oh, we yeah. have not done. Because if that was his argument that entire time, I've told this story already. I've told this mm-hmm. story already. I don't want to do this again. Then what is this going to be? Now, if it's going to be about Joel and Ellie, then you got to flesh it out, man. So mm-hmm. we're, you're, you're really, really fleshing it out beyond what we saw. Right. Fair enough. Which makes me feel like it might turn into more Walking Dead territory because that was really more about like the people that happened to be going through a zombie apocalypse. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just over zombie stuff where I'm just like, I, what, what I, are you going to do am. to make it new? I don't know. You know, like it's a, you love it. That's fine. Um, I still enjoy games and stuff with it. But I just feel like it's overdone. We need to put like 10 years time between the next one. I think at this point. Yeah. Um, but piggybacking off of that, they also got their sights on the rock. Dwayne, the rock Johnson to be in the film as well. If they can get they just, him. They're saying they've got their sights on him. There's nothing right now about talks of it. All that does but. is prove my point about making money. <laughs> they throw all the money at him. They try to put the big, big players in there. And they'll be like, he'll bring in the dollars because people see he him. Do it. He'll get the casual people in who have no idea what Borderlands is. They'll be like, hey, a new rock movie's coming out. Let's go. Mm-hmm. He's the Schwarzenegger of his age. Okay, he really is. he's the draw. You see the rock? Mm. Let's go. And don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I like the guy. The guy. I mean, he's he's. But you're fun. buying names. Yeah, I mean, he's he's fun in everything he's in. I, I will give him that. I'm not saying that all of his movies are great, unless we forget Skyscraper. But I'm just saying. Oh yeah, I don't go watch all the stuff he's. No, in, no, no. So I don't I'm either. Sure. I'm not. He's not yeah. one of those names that draws. I don't me. dislike him, but I did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. He's not Go one of those it. names that draws me into a movie, but if there's a movie that I want to see that he's going to be in, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Yeah. I'm good sure. with that. Like, he's not going to make me not want to see it. Right. <laughs> I have a few actors that are that, that are just... Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I have to determine how big of a part they have before I make my decision. Mm. Um, let's see. Cyberpunk 2077 is hosting its own live stream event on July 11th. Some sleuths think it might be something fairly sizable since they chose to have it. What would have been a three week? But I have no actual details to to cite. So June, uh, July 11th, uh, their own live stream event. Um, and then the last little quicket that I have here, uh, there was a petition started for PlayStation to change the free games this month. Yes, yes, yes. I guess we're all stuck at home um, and feel like we get a little cranky if we don't get games that we enjoy. Uh, so they gave away, obviously, with the price of your subscription, um, Farming Simulator and City Skylines, which I will admit are very niche games. Uh, but compounding the fact that rumors were flying left and right, um, that fans were convinced they were getting leaked information about Dark Souls and Dying Light would be the free titles uh, that was supposed to be <laughs> coming out, which if you were expecting that, made the blow feel pretty low. Uh, so to be clear, Sony never said that these games were coming. This was just all internet rumors, but um, at the time of recording, they had over 60,000 signatures. I don't know that it's actually going to make Sony change their mind. Probably. <laughs> They've not said that, but um, I-, I don't know. I I feel like it was a waste of time. I feel like you should have just been bummed and moved on with your life, but that's just me. I don't. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, excellent. So I could tell you a little bit of a... Uh, Weird news. Go for it. It's not really weird, but I, I keep tacking it under these. It's like probably I should just rename it myself. Fun things that I found in the gaming world this week. Um, so this one I found kind of uh, fun. This week, uh, there was a YouTuber who built a PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say whatever. Uh, but the PC he built fits in an old Nintendo entertainment console system. Oh, Okay. Yeah, it, it was really neat. So, yep, uh, the YouTuber who goes by the name Equalo, I want a proper credit here. So if you guys want to go check it out, because he did film the whole building of it, uh, transformed an old NES that he found in an alley. 
after someone had just thrown it out. So I know that it's been done before. People have made like a PC out of the console, uh, but he wanted to test it with 2020 tech. So he initially tried to get an AMD Ryzen 2600 and an NVIDIA GTX 1660 and the power supply that it needs to fit inside the PC. He did have to cut out some parts of the console, like where the cartridges would have gone and the little Mm -hmm. slot if you were going to play the game, Um, and just like small internal things that you're probably not going to notice from the outside. Uh, One good point the article asked was about cooling, Mm -hmm. because you could imagine that console wasn't built to have that much heat going on up in there. Um, So since this console wasn't built for that, um, he just said it was to see if it would work. Like, it wasn't the point for it to actually be fully functioning in something that he was going to be using on the daily. He just wanted to see if it would work. And by God, it did. Um, So maybe not well, but it still worked. Uh, But yeah, I definitely recommend looking up the video because like I said, he he videoed the entire process and it was just kind of neat to watch um, how he was putting it all together and the fact that he just got it to work. Granted, it's not going to be that useful in the long run, but hey power to you to have those kind of hobbies to turn into something fun like that and he did it and he made it happen uh so you want to do a truth or trash hit me i know it's hard to do these days i feel like i live in a world where only rumors fly sure i believe that but and this one short and sweet okay 2K Games and Hangar 13 are, in fact, working on Mafia 4 with a release window of quarter 4, 2021. Mafia 4. Sure, true. He says, yep, sure. (laughs) I hope so. I loved, 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 loved Mafia 1 and 2. 3 was good. Never played them. 3 was good. The gameplay definitely was just the only thing that kind of left something to be desired in three for me. The story was great. The setting was great. The scenario, all that kind of stuff was great. Uh, just didn't like the gameplay on it. I want him to go back to the more the Italian style. I don't know, man. I wanted that mafia. You wanted like that mafia. You were saying, I love those guys. The guy that come up and say, hey, you, shut up your face, huh? I'm going to smack you. Go on inside. Get in there. Mama's going to be so upset with you. Go help her make a sauce. All right. No, I want a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) You you should get yourself a pizza. You owe it. Uh, Well, the next game. Name that game. All right. So, your first game, the story. Welcome to the show of a lifetime. You will like it here. You'll be part of the family again. They missed you, Michael. They want to meet you. You will join them soon. You did something to her. Smiley face was actually in there. You play and must live inside the circus. You must complete the daily tasks set by the ringleader. It's simple. Good luck. Is this game A, Her Circus, B, Freak Show, C, Ringling Monster, D, Miscreation? You know, when you first started, I thought you were telling me the story of Michael Myers. Because you said you did <laughs> When they put Michael, her, Michael in there, I was trying to figure it out. And I was like, oh, Michael. oh. Because, you know, he killed his sister. And, yeah. 
But no, now now we're in a circus. But who knows? Maybe he went to a circus for a while. We don't know. We really don't. We don't know. Well, we kind of do. It doesn't matter. Anyway, other than space. Other than did space. Did he come back from space? Did he go to space? <laughs> well, I don't know. Whatever. I could be making everything up. Fact check me, people. Call me out. Being one of those people who are getting your horror icons wrong. Probably. <laughs> There's only. I, I was thinking of Jason, Freddy versus Jason, were they in space or something? Well, Jason went to space, but not with Freddy. I don't know all the people. And... Okay, whatever. So it wasn't. So is this game a? Okay. <laughs> we're just gonna edit it there. Pretend like no, we're not. Keep going. Wasn't a moron. Uh. B. B. B Freak Show. And the answer is B Freak Show. Hooray. I wanted to get so much more creative with that when it's hard. Yeah, it can be. And that's so small like that. I'm like, no, it's just going to give it away. But you know what? I shouldn't care. What are the points mean anyway? They mean nothing. Exactly. I haven't even kept track of how many you won. Was I supposed to? Nah. Okay. Your next game. Journey across the Indian Ocean, uncover the secrets of the drunken god, and become a legendary pirate captain. This game mixes fast-paced shooter action with light ARPG elements. You're not on the Caribbean anymore. Mm-hmm. This is an epic pirate adventure with 60 different enemy types, almost 100% original assets, I'll with naval combat coming soon i know i like that they put that in there almost 100%. almost so did they steal the trees if a tree looks like your tree i'm just letting you know now <laughs> damn it you got the wrong people they stole your trees they stole your trees damn it <laughs> oh but it also has naval combat coming soon and you can kick a zombie in half while playing the fiddle oh, oh, is this okay. game a Grog and grenades. B, Caribbean cannons. C, pirate and pistol. Or D, rum and gun. C. C, pirate and pistol. And the answer is D, rum and gun. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Just about as bad as pirate and pistol. I had to, like, it's, it's like, you never have this issue, but when I, like, talked myself into, like, to name that games, I'm now, if I'm reading it and actually think I'll play it, I'm like, maybe just nix it. We don't need people to really know that much about me. <laughs> then I'm willing to throw 10 cents at a thing and like it. Okay. Your last game. <laughs> Gameplay. Red-blue joint can touch red-blue column. In other cases, the game fails. Explain? Sure. It's a boring game. Don't expect it to be fun. But compared with running for half an hour, it's more relaxed to play your favorite music while moving with the rhythm. Please play your own music. How does it score? Usually 10 points for touching the post. If you use the same joint continuously and contact the column within a relatively fixed range, the roy will be temporarily reduced. Yeah, it's encouraging you to exercise more. This is a motion sensing game. It doesn't need any sense of body equipment. Just turn on the camera on the computer and you can play happily. Is this game A, just get up, B, color in motion, C, move with AI, D, not Spotify? Mm. 
I'm going to say A. A, just get up. And the answer is C, move with AI. Damn it. I knew it would be one of these uncreated. Because look, the way he was talking (laughs) about it, it was just, I'm so lazy that I'm not even going to do anything. So naming the game is going to be just as hard. And I'm not going to do that. Watch the trailer. He was just like, look, I did this thing. Like you can even tell he's like, look. Colors, it connected. This is yeah. There's a thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna when you were talking about it, it made me remember something. I wanna ask if you've ever done this, okay? Mm-hmm. When they say put your own music to it, have you ever done mm-hmm. that? Has there ever been um, not just playing your own music, Spotify or whatever, doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but say you're you're doing a scene in a game, you're playing something in a game, and you have to have this one track playing over this one thing that you're doing i honestly now i feel like a very boring person i don't think i've done that outside of like i used to use zombies run app Mm -hmm. for like a summer when i thought i was going to be a jogger which was kind of like playing a game and i pumped my own music into that as i'm listening to the story but i don't think that counts Mm, okay well I was was still playing a game, but I was running to music. I mean, I want there's there's only one instance I remember a song specifically had to be playing at this particular moment that I was doing Mm -hmm. this one scene in a game. Now I've probably done this several times, but this is the only one that comes to mind. I think I was playing Watch Dogs Two. There was a mission where you had to sneak into this area that was surrounded by cops, get into a truck, and steal this souped up car. And you had to take off mm-hmm. and then lose the cops. Whatever happened, it was just timing. Okay, perfect timing at that moment. I was playing Spotify. Mm-hmm. Mama said, knock you out, came on. Oh, beautiful. And it just <laughs> ran with the scene so beautifully because as soon as I shot out of the car, the song kicked in. Don't call it a comeback. Pow! And I was like... Yeah, <laughs> so I'm gonna oh, keep yeah. it going. Oh yeah, did you record it a little? Uh, I wish I, I had because it was music. just yeah. Because I was doing so well, and then I ruined it. You know, like I didn't win. So I was like, you know what? No, restart this again because that was too perfect. Top. So we're gonna do back it again. to one, people. That's right. So I had to jump out of that car at the just right time, <laughs> just right. Duck and roll. Yeah. So it's fun oh, sometimes where we can, we you know, play the game. Okay, a little I'm going to have to think about that. Like, I, I, maybe, but I honestly can't think of an instance where that's happened. I can think of instances where I'm like, oh, my God, this soundtrack already included. Yeah, okay. you know. Uh, let's see here. That's all I got. We had a, a, a headliner, of course. That's what we're moving on to today. Um, Steven said we're going to talk about some rumors today that maybe – we totally loved and bought into and maybe got disappointed by or maybe the opposite. Mhm. Mhm. So, I don't know. If you want to you want to start off here. I got I got two. Okay. I feel I felt like that was enough. Yeah, that's it should be plenty. And then honorable mentions, of course, just in case I need to fluff for time. But we never have to fluff for time. Never. No, we're we're running but pretty I good right now. But I plan for it anytime. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um the so what we're talking about here are sometimes you hear a rumor in the video game world. We talk about them every week, just about truth or yeah. trash. Is it true? Is it not? And sometimes you hear those rumors and you get a little upset about it. It's like, ah. I, the reason this kind of came up in my head is because we had been talking 
with the announcement of Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, mm-hmm. we got to see Robocop and Ash is nowhere in sight. And I still believe, I still believe there was I truth. was going to say, that's my first one I figured I would just bitch about and get out of the way. Well, I'll go ahead. No, yeah. we'll, we'll kind of segue <laughs> into that because yeah. I still believe he was going to, either he will be in it or he was going to be in it. Because mm-hmm. with the addition of Fujin and Shiva within this game, that completes that entire list. And, and as I, I was telling you through Discord, mm-hmm. friendships. That was another rumor we had that friendships were going to come back. Oh, okay. And they are. So, yeah. he's, I don't know what happened. I think it had to have gotten tied up in some court of legal jargon, Something. honestly. Because mm-hmm. he did have an interview, what, a month ago that... That was one of the first questions he was asked. So, so is Ash? Because, like, he remember I got all pissed because he tweeted out, "I will not be in Mortal Combat," and it was yeah. like a fatality thing that he photoshopped himself into. And I was like, "Okay, that puts it to bed." And then we talked about it again, and then I got excited again. I think he said, or well, he said in the interview that he doesn't own the rights to Ash. So he said he actually just doesn't even know. So to his understanding, he's not in it, or Ash is not in it, I should say more specifically. So I'm thinking something just got, didn't come to an agreement on the rights to Mm. Ash's character. This is the only thing I could think of, because like, I love Bruce, but he would have done it. Give me a break. Like, I feel like he would have done it and lent his voice to it. He he did a whole commercial for Dead by Daylight for crying out loud, and he was just a downloadable DLC character in that. Peter he Willard. wasn't even like a story. <laughs> Peter Weller and came voiced back it for Robocop. And voiced it. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So it has to be something with whoever owns the right to Ash and and the people at Mortal Kombat like not being able to come to some sort of agreement. And I feel like if or any, they're trolling us. If if there's any kind of legal representation that that's being misconstrued here, I feel like. And again, I have no proof. I'm just speculating here. Right. When Ash versus Evil Dead came on Stars, I remember there was a legal snafu with that because they never specifically mentioned Army of Darkness outright because that was That's a universal true. property. That's true. God, they've had such a long sordid history with all of their movies and yeah. stuff trying to so get them going. But yeah. It was almost like they hinted at it. So you were always kind of curious, like, so did it happen or didn't it happen? Because mm-hmm. the the arm, you know, it looks kind of robotic, and he did lose it in part two, so you could skip over that. But then there are just these little sprinklings here and there that make you think, mm-hmm. so we did go back in time. So he did, Army of Darkness did happen. So I, And mm-hmm. it's never specifically said outright, so you're just kind of left right. wondering, I don't know. Right. So it, it would have to be something along that line. Now, that's what kind of brought this conversation up. Now, did you have anything else to add to that frustration? No, I was just going to pretty much talk a little bit more like how we we just did. Mm. I liked it better, just the back and forth like yeah. that. It was just, you, you know how frustrated yeah. I was getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I love Bruce. I will throw money at his projects. I just will. Mm. There's very little people in this world that whether I even play it, I had no interest in the game. I would have bought it because of this. Like, that's how stupid I am. Okay? Like, I, it would have just sat there. The hubs probably would have played it. <laughs> but it was playing with my emotions. Yeah. He was in it. 
And then he said no. And then when they were like, no, we saw that it's going to be Ash. And I'm like, if Bruce actually lied to me, I mean, I'll forgive you. But it's going to take some time. Right, right. Because he's kind of turned into a silver fox these days. I know this has nothing to do with anything, but have you been watching his Twitter? Because he's let it all go silver, and I'm here for it. I mean, He's going to say, by the way, Bruce, you don't have to diet. It works on you, man. I'm just going to, anyway. not. So I was upset. (laughs) I've seen you getting all freaky with him. You'd be like, ooh. I baby. Oh, yeah, no, I've been sharing a lot of it. He looks like he's not he's coping well. It's all the Snapchat filters and all this sure. stuff. But anyway. But yes, that 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 rumor flying back and forth really was just infuriating by the end of it. And since we still don't know. Yeah. So what kind of came to me, like where this kind of came up at, the one that stood out to me, I was trying to go far back, and there might be others if I really, really dig. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Mortal Kombat had a lot of them. You know, oh, man, yeah. characters that were supposedly in the game or things that supposedly happened in the game. And I might touch on one if I can remember one. But the one that that's came to mind immediately, that oh, it was just one of those like, don't, don't toy with me, man. Don't toy with me, man. Super Smash Brothers Melee was a brand new game on the... Not the 64 GameCube. It was the second game in that series. And there were a, a slew of unlockable characters. And everybody was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And there was always this, you know, question. It's like, is there another set of characters in this game? I don't know. And then I think it was Game Informer or Game Pro, one of those old magazines that used to... You remember those okay. old game magazines? Oh, yeah. Actually, we didn't... <laughs> we just got another one not that long ago, and I thought it was done. Wow. I feel like it was like a month ago we started. I was like, damn. All right. Anyway. anyway. But yeah, yeah, I remember. We used to get them. Yeah. I think it was Game Pro. They published an article that says how to unlock Sonic and Tails in Smash Brothers. And I was like, what? Oh, So I was like, yeah. and they told you all you have to do. And it was very, very difficult. There was this thing called uh, like endless mode or, or sudden death mode. I don't remember. It was like this really, really hard challenge screen mm-hmm. where if you got hit one time, you're done. And these drone characters would come out and come at you. You had to get 20 of them off the area. If you could survive 20, you'd unlock them. So I I tore in. I was yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm getting this. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I struggled so hard to reach that 20. And then I got the 20. And nothing happened. Nothing happened. Except, jerks. I guess you could say, I have the the record there for myself that I actually did go the, the distance and, and mm-hmm. got the 20, but I didn't get the Sonic and Tails because I found out after the fact later on that it was an April Fool's prank. And I was so pissed. Yeah. All these people at home, like, how many times I got it? It had to be a glitch, right? Let me do mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. Oh, but man. at the time, we weren't privy to April Fool's pranks. We were just like, oh, oh this has got to be... We trusted people. Yeah. yeah. Beca- I mean, now it's... We, we've all got our guard up come April 1st, but when the magazines would hit, it wasn't something we thought about immediately. Mm-hmm. 
So we see it and we're like, <gasps> and they, of course they never put the fine print on there saying this is an April Fool's prank or something like that. And I remember. It ruins the joke. Yeah. Because later on. <laughs> can't tell people it's a joke. I know that certain um, aspects of, of certain websites they used to do like one April Fool. Because I used to get suckered into those too. And then now mm-hmm. they do these things that at the bottom they'll always have happy, you know, April 1st or April Fool's Eye. So when mm-hmm. you get to the bottom, ah, you know, they get you. Mm-hmm. So at least you, at least at that point, you know. Mm-hmm. But then it was just like, and of course, I'm sure in the next issue, they said, yeah, did you like our April Fool's prank? Ha, 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 ha. It's like, screw you, dude. Jerk. No. So that. We did not enjoy it. Yeah, that was one that I really latched on to that I thought was so real because I was like, why wouldn't it be real? Why? Huh? They got pictures because they had a picture and it looked oh, legit. Oh, they went the extra mile oh, yes. for this one. They, it mm-hmm. looked so legit and I was like, it's got to be real. Mm-hmm. So I was mad. I would have bought into it. Yeah. But it, we weren't used to always being lied to like we are now. And and at the time, I think Sonic and Mario may have had a, an Olympic Games game at that time. I don't know. Oh, maybe. Maybe. So I don't want to swear to that. But yeah, that, that was one that really, really, it hurt me. Mm-hmm. I really bought into it and it hurt me so bad. <laughs> I wanted his character, man. Yeah. They should have just fu- put him in later. Mm-hmm. Just as a, I'm sorry, we got you. It was hilarious, but here you go. Yeah. However, they would have done it then. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, what do you got? What All else right. you got? Well, the one that I, and this is going to be like a back and forth again with me with rumors. I get emotional, man, on certain things. You play with them too long. Alan Wake. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to set this one up a little bit because some of y'all, some of y'all may not remember all of the the trials, tribulations that came along with this game. But let's just say I was a huge Matthew Peretta fan. Mm-hmm. And yes, I'm admitting this on the podcast. I was in an email fan group for him. <laughs> yes, people, we email threaded each other, and we were fans of his initially on a show that he was on prior, and it just morphed into that. But I digress; it's not mm. not, not the point. So, huge fan of his. Found out he was going to be voicing and in Alan Wake again. If I'm a loyal fan, as we've just established with Bruce, I'll buy it. I'll play it. Uh, so, when we first heard of this game. He was going to be the voiceover for Alan, me already being a gamer, totally in. So this is 2005. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of set the tone for you. I had to relook it up because I couldn't even remember how long ago we'd been talking about this game. And it was announced at that E3. So cool. So little leaks of the story and vision would start be coming out here and there that was picked up by Microsoft, which is where it probably died. I don't know. <laughs> we have a, a history of that. So So let's just say for a couple of years... We're seeing leaks of story. How big the game's going to be. Matthew Pratt is in it. Amazing. I'm all here for it. But then like two or three years go by. Now, this is before we were used to like thinking games were going to take a long time. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. So I thought it fell through. But then Microsoft picked it up. Being the young, naive person that I was. Cool. Cool. This is going to work out. More rumors float about... How big the world's going to be. How how, this amazing, intricate story. It's going to be on all platforms. Perfect, right? Mm -hmm. 
Then cut to 2009. Still making this game, by the way. Xbox 360 only. Uh, uh. After I had been told that we were getting a PC version, and after Microsoft, of all people, buy it to not have a PC version, I was freaking pissed. Then they started saying, don't worry, don't worry. We still would love to do a PC version, and it's going to happen, says the devs. And then they had to say, no, it's not. So I went back and forth with this rumor, only for it to take six years to develop. The game got watered down, and it never came out on PC. But then I digress, cut to two years after it actually released in 2010. Mm-hmm. In 2010, when the game finally released, the PC version came out in like 2012. By then, I didn't care and had no idea that it had come out on PC because I had stopped paying attention to it just accepting the fact I was never going to play this game. Mm-hmm. And now to be fair to it, it was so good. I could only imagine if like all of the stuff we were being told was going to be put into the game. Right. Like how cool that would have been. Cause I really still enjoyed Alan Wake, even if I had to wait 15 freaking years to play it. No lie. Cause I want to say it was just over the last four years that I had realized it had come to PC and I had bought it and played it when it was like two bucks on steam. Mm hmm. Because I had no idea it had come to PC. <laughs> and then I think it was taken off of Steam for a while because they weren't doing a PC version anymore. Right, right. It, it's such a weird history that has nothing, that, that doesn't have anything to do with the rumors. But my God, the amount of stuff that I was told, took back, promised again, took back. And then when they finally just told me I wasn't going to be able to play it, I had just given up and I was just beside myself and distraught. Right. But now I've played it and it's good. But damn it, man. <laughs> that was a roller coaster for me. Like for six years, I'm like, what's happening? I love him. How do I do this? Matthew, I hope you know all of the tears. I wonder how he's doing. I don't know. Just randomly. Second Just, thought. Anyway, anyway, did you have another rumor? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get me off on all my boyfriends today, I swear. Well, I've got uh, two more that I'm going to touch on. I'm going to briefly touch on one and then really go into the other one because I kind of feel like it circles us back around to something we've talked about previously or recently. Um, first of all, like I said, I'll touch on Mortal Kombat. I remember they had, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and listeners, if you know this for a fact, correct me on mm-hmm. this, but I feel like animalities were a rumor in part two, and then it was okay. something that they turned into a reality in part three. I'm almost positive that's a that's a I didn't play enough of them myth. to know where they fall in the timeline, but yeah, yeah. And then there were obviously there were hidden characters in Mortal Kombat two, like Smoke and Jade. I think they were two kind of like reptile was supposed to be there were the hidden fighters you do something and then they appear and you have to fight them and then there were other rumors it was like oh there's a there's a completely black ninja Uh, yeah and he'll come out and he's just like a shadow and then that turned into noob cybot that they created later on same was another character known as meat who was supposed to be just like a dead body who was not in those games and Credit to the developers for saying, yeah, let's create this this character that everyone's so fascinated with and throw him in there. Why not? And I was yeah. like, that's, that's pretty cool, you know? 
for yeah. them to actually do that. I so myths, they're probably like, "Thank you for the idea to make me money." Yeah, You're exactly. Like, All right. So cool. I should do that. <laughs> myths became realities to a point, um, but mm-hmm. the other one that kind of comes to mind and. As I've mentioned before, I don't really have a personal stake in this, but it was one that I found fascinating. I always found found it fascinating when I would hear it because I didn't know the story. So I always thought it was true because I didn't mm-hmm. know. But spoilers. <laughs> okay? Spoilers. Spoilers. Three, two, one. For a very old game, just so you're aware. Just giving you a heads up. Final <laughs> Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. In the original narrative, and I, I'm being very careful to say that because I honestly believe from here on out we're getting something different, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. They started a new one, yeah. In the original narrative, Aerith, who is the girl that Cloud befriends, becomes, you know, in... uh, What's the right word I'm looking for here? Um... For some reason, I want to say enticed, but that's not that's not the right word. What? 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 Yeah. Infatuated. Jeez, there we go. Oh, okay. He becomes infatuated <laughs> with you know, and becomes his love interest. Kind mm. of, you know, depending on how you want to aim that triangle. Um, she dies. She gets stabbed in the back by his. See, I knew this actually. Yeah, yeah. Stabbed in the back by his mortal enemy. Okay, there was a rumor that existed for so many years that you could save her, that she does not die. I think I've even heard that, and I never played them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a very well-known rumor, (laughs) that that you can save her in the game if you do something and you can make her playable again. I I even remember seeing pictures like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can have her back in your party later on. Might have been a mod, a glitch, or something that people just kind of uh-huh. found a way to go around it and get her back in your party. But legitimately to the story, absolutely not. She is gone. She is dead. End of story. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about it. There guys. is no saving. I've been trying her. all these years. <laughs> so, and again, that's a spoiler for a 20 some odd year old game. Yeah. And it could change. I'm 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 set on that too because that's that's the was it the back half of the game? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And I feel like that's the twist everyone's expecting, and Square's going to be like, "What?" And they they flip the script somehow. Uh huh. And and that's not it's maybe it'll be him. Somebody else will die that we don't expect. Uh huh. Uh huh. I would love to see that. Should do that because. Remake. And then it's still a brand new story for the new players mm-hmm. and something really fun for the old players. Exactly. I, I see a win-win for that. If, really. if people would stop bitching about it because... Now who cares about that? Vocal minority. Nah. But yeah. Do your thing and they will come. Okay? But the, yeah, those those are some very... I'm, I know that there are more out there. I My brain has been kind of a strenuous this week trying to understand a lot of things going on but but yeah those are some of my favorites that i always remember hearing uh over Mm -hmm. the years what are some of yours so i only had like two honorable mentions just because i feel like it's one we probably all could commiserate with but like didn't really need a whole lot of detail let's just say backwards compatibility on basically 
any console. Mm-hmm. But the one that really pissed me off was PS2. Oh, yeah. Because I don't know if you guys remember the hype about how PS1 games will totally work. And nope. But I seem to remember it was like back in the day, kids. Mm-hmm. The discs had a blue back to them. So on mo- like the PlayStation games, like some of them had a blue back. I think I want to say my girlfriend and I discovered because we were at her house. She was the first one to get a PlayStation 2. So, you know, all of us would go to her house to play. And we brought PlayStation 1 games. And I want to say it was the mirrored backed ones that actually did work. Mm -hmm. But like your older PlayStation 1s that had the blue back on it wouldn't. So it wasn't completely backwards compatible. And then 3 wanted to say the same and all this kind of stuff. Which is why I have trust issues when you tell me it's backward compatible. Because you've been telling me this for well over 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, And then I think just who's the winner of any internet rumors that have driven a group mad in the history of time at me if I'm wrong. Half-Life. Yeah. Tell me that group has not thrived off of getting another Half-Life game for the better part of eight years. Something like that. Half-Life 3 is coming. Half-Life 3 is coming. It's going to look like this. This Or just any of them. I just feel like out of any internet rumor about a video game, or I should just say any rumors because we've gone back further than internet on some of these. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Half-Life wins the, the, the rumor mill and people losing their mind one way or the other, whether <laughs> they were getting it or not. You know? And then Half-Life Alex came out and we're like, sort of more Half-Life. Okay. Okay, sure. Valve. Okay. You wanted us to spend $1,100 on this game, but sure. Okay. You know, so you did get more Half-Life. Mm-hmm. It just probably wasn't what you were expecting, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it that I could remember where I can actually feel what I felt like when I heard those rumors and then the, the disappointment and then the elation when I thought, no, 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 you know, no. for myself personally. I can understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, sorry, Half-Life fans. Hopefully hopefully you'll get a pancake one that you all can play very soon. I have no idea. Uh, but that's our show. You can uh, hit us up sometime on Twitter at SuperMegaCrash, and you can send us an email at SuperMegaCrash at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram. You could view that weekly icon art that Stephen puts all his time and love into. Uh, support the show because you can like and leave a review on your preferred platform. Tell us how we're doing or tell us off. I don't know. Uh, invoke something in you. Even uh, You can even go to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. You can tell your friends uh, to look for Pencil and Paper Podcast Network or Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and even youtube.com forward slash pencil paper productions. Thank you for listening. I'm Lacey O'Finley. I am Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings. But until then, game on.
This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.